Hello and welcome to My Thoughts on the World. My name is Jason and today we're talking about prisons. We're going to hear from some inmates and uh, we're also going to see how we can make them better and also we're going to learn how to toss a salad, so stay tuned. What's wrong with that song? Nothing. If your mind is in the right place. But uh, it seems like salad tossing seems to be a, a growing trend in uh, prisons today. Um, I guess they're studying to be chefs or something. Salad chefs, maybe. I don't know. But if they consider, you know, tossing the salad, sucking someone's ass, would an asshole be considered a salad shooter? I don't know, maybe. But uh, before I get to that, I just want just a little uh, tidbit for you. It says here that uh, America is just 5% of the world's population, but it has 25% of the world's prisoners. Now, there's roughly uh, about 2 million 78,570 men and women incarcerated in prisons and an increase of 57,600 more inmates than state, local, and federal officials can handle. Wow. That's a lot. Uh, It's roughly, uh, they're running at 33% higher than they should be as far as their capacity. Um... This was in 2003. You can just imagine. I mean, there's a lot more people on parole and and probation now. But, of course, a lot of it is basically drug-related convictions. You know, some guy gets caught with some weed and he goes to jail for 10 years. You know, it's uh, it's not right, for one thing. I mean, I'm not a weed smoker, but it's just weed. That's all it is. The guys that have to be put in prison, you'd probably be spending less money if he was sitting on your couch eating. You know, because to house a prisoner, it costs a lot of money. Now, I'm going to play this little excerpt. It talks about black men incarcerated in prisons. Very interesting. So, take a listen. The new analysis of the U.S. prison population finds more black men are incarcerated now than were enslaved in 1850. The figures are stunning. They are sobering, eye-opening numbers. The latest estimates by the Bureau of Justice putting the number of imprisoned African-American men at more than 846,000. While black men account for roughly 6.5% of the U.S. population, they make up 40.2% of the prison population. There are more black men in prison today than those that were enslaved in 1850 wow they make up six percent of the population but 40 percent of the prison population i think we need to start telling these people hey i think it's time to wise up a little bit don't you think now when a person gets to prison you know first they got to go through the county jails and all this other fucking shit but you know they get booked they get fingerprinted they get mug shots and all this other stuff then they go to, to trial they're found guilty or whatever, that they're sentenced and then they go to prison. So when you're a newcomer in prison, I mean, a lot of people haven't been to prison. They wonder, what the fuck is it like? 
you know, to be a newcomer. Um, well, I'll let this guy tell you. When a new jack come in prison, like, he don't have no imagination what's going on in prison. He don't understand who's who, what's what, like, most all young guys come in prison, they will try to find a homosexual person to find out who got the drugs, who to talk to, who not to talk to, you know, which backs wings to move on, right? In certain jails, you have a lieutenant standing up there, and when guys come in, everybody's standing up there, and they point down, yeah, that young motherfucker's mine, that's mine. I talk to a lot of them because I'm on the reception side, right? And I see the fear in them, so I know, right, I can give them to a shark or a bad cooter. If I sell a guy, believe me, I'm going to get something out the deal. Boy, maybe it's kind of like the African slave trade all over again, but it's with... Uh other minorities like Mexicans and whites and Indians and everybody else. I guess the blacks got a monopoly on the slave trade now, huh? <laughs> now here's another guy who talks about uh, drugs in prison. If it wasn't for drugs in this prison, you have a lot of more violence going on. Ain't nothing in here. Ain't nothing in here. So when you got anger and frustration and prison and time, that's going to breed violence. So now when you got a little something that's going to sedate the violence, they, feel they should be lucky guys like me is inside the penitentiary. <laughs> you should thank God that I'm in here giving drugs to these inmates, you motherfucker. You should be glad. I'm doing you a favor. Why the hell are you sweating me, motherfucker? I'm trying to keep the violence down. And I do it through drugs. And that's exactly how they do it, too. But, you know, it, prison's prison. You know, it, it's like I said, you know, just get those guys and put them on an island. I think they should. Um, and of course, there's some people that don't like that. Or, you know, these newcomers come in. Well, you know, they can't do that to me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go tell the man on them. Well, those people are called rats or snitches. And uh, listen to this guy talk about snitches or stool pigeons, as he likes to call them. You got stool pigeons everywhere. And when we trying to do business, they running back telling the man. We find out who told. We let them go run and tell again. When they come back, their house burned up. What goes through my mind is then, you know, like, if they ever found out, you know, what would happen, right? But that's what, you know, that's what makes me good at what I do. Yeah, things they call dugouts. Or blind spots. Whereas I'm saying, sooner or later he got to come through this particular spot. Or you may get a person to set him up to, to get him in that position. Whereas a way you can set him up to get him. So it's it's not hard to kill a person in prison and get away with it. If I wasn't a good actor, right, then I'd be out there because it's all it's, it's all about the game and it's all about acting. Because if I if I wasn't acting or putting on a show or anything like that, they could see right through that. You play anybody, including us, if we would let him to get to further his own aims which usually revolve around drugs a drug addict will do he'll do anything to continue what he's doing that's that's his main function that's what he, he just he's a, just that he's got blinders on like a horse well hell why don't they just get all the drug addicts and put them in therapy you know maybe they might end some of the violence Did you hear that one guy talk about the dugout Ooh, that would kind of kind of make your your sphincter kind of blow a kiss you know i mean you probably be able be able to just suck it in like that while you're going by. Hopefully, they don't fucking rape you. You know, and the other guy that was talking, he was talking about killing people, you know, and it happens so easily in prison, you know, because you do have those blind spots and, and people do get killed or, or assaulted or, or almost murdered, you know, so almost to the point where they're dead. 
I mean, probably to the point where they wish they were dead. And um, it's just a bad thing. And, and I, I'm kind of wondering right now, as, as I'm speaking uh, to you today, at this very moment, I wonder if uh, Paul Pollock um, is getting his uh, rectum wrecked right now. I he probably is. Um, you know, probably laying in bed, biting a pillow. Well, you know, he's probably got a pantyhose over his head. You know, kind of screaming into a into a a, a sock as a old Tyrone is uh, bending him over and giving him some sweet loving. <laughs> oh, and speaking of Paul Pollock, um, he uh, requested a new trial because uh, he said that his uh, court-appointed attorney didn't uh, do a good enough job because they found him guilty. I guess, you know, a, a good lawyer is a lawyer that gets you off whether you're guilty or innocent. But obviously the court-appointed attorney made some uh, shrewd remarks saying he'll, he'll get rehabilitation because the judge asked him, will Mr. Pollock get rehabilitation in prison? And the and the and the guy says, uh, you know, probably under his breath, he says, oh, he'll get rehabilitation in the showers. <laughs> you know, which he probably will. And I'm sure Paul Pollock didn't take too kindly of that because in the showers in prison, there's there's no minors. <laughs> so, he, you know, I guess he's shit out of luck there. I guess he's going to have to deal with the hairy balls instead of the uh, the hairless ones. So, and well, just, you know, just for you all to know, it's a little update for you. And I'm sure that Paul Pollock has... Uh, Learn to become a professional salad tosser, and um, if if no, if a lot of people out there don't know what salad tossing is, I'm going to let my my buddy here tell you all about it. First of all, right, if he's a newcomer, right, I want him to suck my ass and jump, what they call toss the salad. That's the slang word, toss the salad. It means sucking my ass, right? With jelly or without jelly. Some people use syrup. I prefer a guy to use jelly, right? I will reach my climate, right? I will automatically get hard, right? I will, you know, come automatically if he's sucking my ass for about 10 minutes or longer, right? It's, 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 a, it's a sensation film that makes you feel real good. Most all gays do that. You know what I'm saying? Like guys to suck their ass. It's just like a pussy, right? But the only difference is it's not a pussy, right? It's clean. The person is decent. And the person knows that that's an asshole. But in mind, he, he's looking at it as a pussy because he's in prison. So, toss my salad. Let him eat me, you know. And we straight. That's it. The most hazardous thing in prison life is being in debt over drugs. They can get you killed or raped. One or the other. You can't pay. I had one opportunity where three guys, two of them owed me money, right? So I knew I couldn't get them together. So what I did, I got one one day on a Saturday. I sucked his dick in the closet, you know what I'm saying? I sucked his dick, you know, I had his pants down. He helped us. He, that's it. He helped me, right? His dick hard. I'm sucking on it, right? I came right up and I cut him. And that's why I left him in the closet. He didn't tell, but he couldn't explain. How could he explain that a fag was sucking his dick and come up and cut him? He couldn't explain that. He, there's no way in hell he could explain it to the administration. Uh... Uh, officer, um, I, I was in the closet and, and I don't know, I must have, uh, ran into a sharp end of the storage cabinet and, uh, it sliced my, my penis. Uh, it didn't cut my pants, but it just it sliced my penis. Oh yeah. Okay. Whatever. Dude, I don't know if you should be even talking like that. What if your mother was watching, you know? But uh, now everybody knows what salad tossing is. Of course, he said that people think it's a pussy when it's really an asshole. But 
But I, what, what if you like Paul Pollock? You know, what if you know it's, you think it's an asshole? It's still an asshole because you, you like sucking assholes. And, and you know, maybe he got hard while he was sucking on the guy's asshole. Who knows? He prefers jelly. Some people prefer, prefer syrup. Some people prefer butter. <laughs> it's, it's whatever your preference is, man. I, you know, it's but but keep that to yourself. Um, but uh, you know, the, the, the prison is is. Um, a place it's a, it's a bad place it's it's not a place for rehabilitation uh because like i said in the last episode people go in they come out harder criminals than when they you know went in you know a guy might go in as just a petty thief or a you know a small time drug dealer and come out a murderer and a rapist you know or you know an extortionist or something like that you know it it, it seems like it's worse you know we spend about $30,000 on these motherfuckers and and, uh, you know, there's never any rehabilitation. You know, they get three three uh, square meals a day and a bed and, uh, you know, all the loving they could ever want. And we have to pay 30000 a year for them to do nothing but work out, eat, and screw. It's not like they're going to be having any kids anytime soon. But, you know, um, you know plus you got conjugal visits. You know, so they're, they're still breeding. Whether they're fucking, you know, guys in the ass or not, they're still breeding. And, uh, you know, you got disease rampant in there. You know, it's just a constant state of fear is what it is. You know, and, and like I said, Texas prisons, California prisons are overcrowded. You know, I mean, they need to get rid of at least 30,000 people. I don't know how they're going to do that, but they're going to have to do it somehow. Uh, Texas prisons, that's where Paul's at. I'm sure he's screaming. Wait, did you hear him? I think he's screaming right now. Hey, he could be. But anyway... Um, you know, uh, New York prisons. I mean, and most of them were just just loaded, loaded to the hilt with gang members. And of course, when you go into prison, you you're basically you're in a, a tank full of sharks, and you're just a fish in a tank of sharks. So you immediately have to, you know, find a a gang, you know, preferably one of your own race to 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 hang with. You know, and of course, a lot of them are blood in, blood out. You have to kill somebody to get in, or you get killed trying to get out. You know, so you got to commit murder to get in the gang. So once you're in the gang, you're in for life. Then once you get out, you know, you could have been in for just you know assault. Now you come out a full fledged gang member with tats all over yourself. You probably got hepatitis or AIDS or something like that. So what good did it do you? You know. I can understand a guy coming going into prison. He's a murderer, or you know, a, a serial rapist, or, or a rapist, or for all that thing, a child molester, or whatever. Yeah, keep him in there. Who gives a shit? But you got you know things that should be that you would be able to clear up with probation or or stuff like that. They throw him into prisons, and you and you all you do is you're making making uh, better criminals because they learn in there how to get away with stuff. They learn how to. Um, commit crimes you know they become drug addicts some people become drug addicts in in prison you know it's not like they're drug addicts when they go in some people are clean when they go in and then they're drug addicts when they come out you know sharing dirty needles and all that shit i mean come on it's ridiculous um you know so something's got to be done and like i said get the gang members put them all on the island and leave them there i mean that that's one way to get rid of a whole bunch of them You'll never see them again. 
You won't have to worry about them doing another drive-by or killing or throwing gang signs or killing cops or whatever. You don't have to worry about that anymore. They're gone. You know, strip away their citizenship, tell them they're no longer back, uh, welcome in the country. We, we find you in a country, we'll shoot you in a fucking head right then and there. Judge, jury, and executioner. You don't even need them. All you need is just the executioner. Just have them shoot them right in the fucking head and just walk away. That's the way it should be. I guarantee you if a lot of people knew that, you know, they would probably not be committing crimes. At least I think so. But then again, the death penalty really didn't uh, uh, cause too much panic among these guys, you know. And, and what is it with that one guy, Tookie Williams? Tookie Williams was uh, one of the leader of the Crips. And, you know, he, he went on a killing spree and he got the death penalty. And all of a sudden he's a reformed man writing children's books when he's new in life in prison. Or, I mean, he's on, the, he's on death row, and then when he's about to be executed, they're telling him, oh, he's changed his life as a reformed man. Let him live. No. No, 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 no. So you see, you see, um, when a person is convicted legitimately, and they truly are guilty, and they're sentenced to death, then kill them. Just because the man found God, or he writes children's books doesn't mean that he doesn't have to pay for his crimes. He still has to pay for his crimes, you know? And I think they should have uh, uh, other things besides lethal injection, which, by the way, lethal injection was invented by the fucking Nazis, just to let everybody know that they were using the shit on the Jews. Okay, so don't think that the United States just made up lethal injection. Okay. So, and another thing is that the Americans, uh, the American government got a lot of things from the Nazis. Just a lot, you know, people, a lot of people don't know that. You know, when it comes to jet propulsion and, and things like that, chemicals, it, it, a lot of it was done by the Nazis, which they stole after World War II when they raided the bunkers. You know, they found the blueprints and all this other shit. But getting back to prisons, you know, there shouldn't be conjugal visits. They shouldn't be allowed to see their, their family. You know, you're going to do time, you're going to do hard time. And I don't think you should be walking around the yard, talking with your buddies, because every time the guys are out there in the yard, that's when the violence ensues. You know, they should be stuck in a cell like a fucking dog, 24 hours a day. Put a bathroom in there, put a shower in there, and put a little library in there. Let them read for the next 20 years or however, they're long, however long they're there. You know? Don't don't sit there and let them work out in the work workout room and and uh, watch movies and have cable TV and all sort of shit. They didn't earn that, you know. If anybody's ever seen that movie Papillon, they would know what I mean. Okay, watch the movie Papillon with Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman. That is not cruel punishment. That is punishment well deserved. You know, put them on an island. What happens is if a man serves 10 years, once that's over, he's got to serve another 10 years as a colonist. He's not imprisoned, but he has to stay on that particular island. Okay, this is uh, in uh, South America. Okay, so he's got to serve, basically serve 20 years. Then after that, France had completely disposed herself of him. So in other words, they couldn't go back to France. Yeah. So, you know, in the French Guiana... That's the way it was. You know, if you caught trying to escape, two years solitary confinement. And when I mean solitary confinement, I'm talking about no talking, complete silence. Nobody said a word. They got the bare essentials. 
you know, a toothbrush and food. That's basically it. You know, they try to escape again. It's five years solitary. You know, none of this good time, none of all this garbage. You're going to serve time, you're going to serve the whole time. And the problem is, you know, France was a lot better off back then. Now, I mean, you, you, these prisoners come out, first thing they do was, you know, if they were a drug addict going in, there's still a drug addict going, coming out because there is no rehabilitation. So he comes out and he's like, well, who is he? Where can I score some, some dope? You know, he goes and scores. He probably uh, pisses off the dealer. He ends up killing the dealer, raping his wife or his girlfriend or whatever. Boom. There. Now he's got drugs, murder, and rape on his record, going back to prison for the rest of his life. I mean, he could have saved three people just by, you know, rehabilitating, rehabilitating him in a, in a rehab center. You know, and monitoring him and everything instead of putting him in with the sharks. You know, if you want to put people in them with sharks, put in the hardened criminals. You know, gang members especially. Well, they'll be in an island anyway, but, you know, child molesters, rapists, um, politicians. Put them in there. Put them in the shark tank. That's where the politicians need to go. <laughs> They're going to come out different men. I'll tell you that for right now. So, um, anyway, that's about it. Uh, just, you know, just, just a little thing about prisons. You know, it's, 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 a, it's something that needs to be addressed because it is a major problem. Uh, there are too many people in prisons. You know, some serving sentences that, you know, they shouldn't even be serving. You know, we could rehabilitate it. But, of course, uh, uh, prison is also big money because a lot of private corporations are, are building prisons. So it's big money. Plus, you know, for, for towns like, you know, small little towns that have prisons in them, the census is a lot bigger there. You know, you can have a, a population of 2,000 in that town where they add an extra five to 6,000 in the uh, population. That counts for that small um, town so they get more government funds. So that's why you see a lot of small towns uh, requesting prisons. That's why you see a lot of prisons in the out in the wilderness and out in the desert because, you know, that's where well, small towns are and uh, small towns love them. So, and federal prisons, they need to stop being such country clubs, okay? You need to treat those politicians and those uh, uh, extortionists and guys that are running Ponzi schemes. You need to put them to work. Put them on a chain gang, you know? Have them uh, build roads, pick up trash, and all that other stuff, not sit there smoking cigars and playing golf. They should be living in fear of getting fucked up the ass, is what they should be doing. That way they can learn from their mistakes and say, oh shit, I don't want to come back. Alright, well, our next show, I'm going to talk about uh, diseases. Uh, different types, anywhere from cancer to, you know, your basic clap. And, uh, you know, see what the pharmaceutical companies are doing to cure these diseases which we all know they're not doing anything about it but anyway just stay tuned for that and you'll find out so remember uh, if you want to send a comment to me it's uh, Solis Theory S-O-L-I-S-T-H-E-O-R-Y at gmail.com and I will put your comments on the air if you want to send it in text form I'll read it if you want to send an mp3 form I will put it on and have you say it so until next time, my friends, take care of yourself and try not to get incarcerated. I toss your salad, baby.
Quentin. When I toss your salad, baby, there ain't gonna be no quitting. 